what we're really doing is inviting people to get involved as a community yeah. of caring Canadians who yeah. want to help strengthen our culture and our level of thinking to create a better country. Yeah. The thing is, it starts there. It starts with the individual yeah. taking complete ownership, understanding the values. That's one thing I find is if you don't know why you feel the way you feel, you should find out why. People want to know what's going on in the country. They can come to return the reason and trust that we're going to be chasing wow. down the truth. Canada, our nation's future. Something we all care about. If you have seen the changes in society and are concerned about where people's values are headed, you need to stay tuned to this important program today. Join us as we discuss what's at the root cause of these cultural shifts, and more importantly, what role truth-driven media and you, the citizen, can do to influence Canada for the good. If you have a heart for Canada to return to reason, you're in the right place. On location from the heart of Western Canada, this is Return to Reason. The best is yet to come. Hey, well, welcome everyone. So glad you guys are joining us today. I'm here with some great friends, great colleagues. Uh, we're going to be introducing to you the future of Return to Reason and all the things that we have going on to really help uh, the nation of Canada go forward and pursue truth and, and, and find reason in all our different areas. But I'm here with Jeremy and I'm here with David. Great friends. Maybe David, introduce yourself to the audience. Well, thank you, David. It's great to be here with you and Jeremy. Um, I'm David Lease, and I'm the host of the program Leaders on the Frontier, and mm -hmm. I work with the Frontier Center for Public Policy. I work as their vice president, and just really delighted to be part of this uh, wonderful family of programming. Yeah, yeah and as you know, um, you and I host Return to Reason together. Um, always been involved in television, had a huge passion for it. I've produced a number of programs and edited and shot and done everything television-wise and uh, now into a more of a management leadership role in that but um and then our new program oh yeah, citizen citizen ctzn ctz citizen up. yeah it's yeah. still a pilot test mode but we're pumped for it's that a lot to of fun yeah well, so. the future's bright for that for too it'll be great Sh i should say also a shout out to hayden block downtown calgary yeah. uh, thank you so much it's a restaurant barbecue joint if you're ever in downtown calgary Come grab a, a bite here awesome food they are kind enough to let us film in their location so yeah. anyways guys yeah, in Return to Reason with Leon, one of the things that um, was such a huge milestone in the journey of it, because I think Return to Reason started in 2021, and then Leon sent us out to Ottawa, and that became, Leon was already on fire for the, yeah. the idea of Return to Reason, but for me, it really just like, it just put a fire in my belly because it was just such a moment in our country um, where at first hand you and I could see truth being warped. Yeah, like with our it very really eyes. was. It was crazy. And so in this journey of Return to Reason, um, I knew right then and there that we're going to be creating content going yeah. forward that yeah. has to get the citizens involved. Absolutely. David, tell us a bit about your program. I, I think we should, I want to clarify something first because Return to Reason is known as a TV program right now. Leon was the host and started that program and has had just great reaction from people and, mm -hmm. and chasing topics are passionate to him but trying to get truth out to people yeah. so they can decipher and understand what's going on. Um, since Leon's passing in November, you and I have been filling in, yep. taking over Return the Reason for the last six, seven months. Mm -hmm. um, but we're going to be evolving into some new programming. Return the Reason has moved more into a, a banner that is, I guess, a gathering point of multiple programs, mm -hmm. yeah. which, David, you've got one. Maybe tell us about Leaders on the Frontier and how that got rolling. Well, Leaders really came out of a desire like I come out of a public policy think tank yeah. called the Frontier Center for Public Policy. Yeah. And we're really all about trying to look at the evidence, the facts of issues, 
and trying to recommend good ideas to yeah. make a better tomorrow. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but... No, but it's so good. It's, <laughs> it's very, very important to do that more than ever because yeah. there's always this spin that persons in political power are doing mm -hmm. to kind of manipulate people, yeah. if I can be so blunt. So you need a lot of discernment. Like, yeah. what are the facts of an yeah. issue? How do you recommend solutions that actually serve Canadians yeah. is really the question. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I mean, it's just a remarkable story how I personally, um, I met your parents yeah. literally on a plane. On That's how it was. <laughs> I don't know how, but it happened. I was the last you know seat a funny in story that plane. About, funny story about that too is the way my dad recounts the story is that he hates talking to people on airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes, and, and, and for some reason you and him clicked. And this guy just wouldn't stop and talking. And then I get, a text, <laughs> I get a text from my dad saying, you got to connect with this because uh, I think I you have a lot of synergies. Yeah. We missed each other for maybe six, seven months, yeah. just whatever, didn't connect and yeah. all that. And then I connected you with Leon. Yeah, yeah. And then you guys just hit it off for just I, cool I, you things. hit it off extremely well. Like I remember yeah. Leon raving after you guys yeah. oh, met wow. and just realizing like this is a wow. man, a man that's going to be a part of our future. Yeah, well, it was just yeah. it was such an honor. So I think there's there's sometimes a mystery in life, yeah, yeah. and this has come together, and it's like the, the the moniker "Return to Reason" is such a powerful call to everybody, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's just an honor to help serve the audience yeah. and with information and insights and yeah. wisdom and say, hey, look, this is the situation and yeah, this yeah. is the insight. Yeah. Now, what do you think? Yeah. And and inviting people to, to do something about it, whether it's sharing it with a friend or a conversation. I think citizens in, in some ways have never been so weak in yeah. this country, yeah. but also paradoxically yeah, so yeah. powerful yeah. because a lot of government just follows kind of a communication spin. It's not about mm -hmm. the policy. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So if, if citizens Whoever's speak got the up, loudest they, voice. Yeah. It's, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, just, just so our audience knows, yeah. is that we're actually filming at a, a good friends of ours restaurant. They got several restaurants here in downtown Calgary. Uh, this is called Hayden Block. So if you guys are hearing, they're hearing different noises and stuff going restaurant. on. A fantastic it's a restaurant. menu. There's people <laughs> eating a bunch of uh, barbecue stuff downstairs. So I, I just want to throw a shout out to them. Thank you so much yeah. uh, to letting us being used here. If you're in Calgary, downtown Calgary, check out Hayden Block. Uh, great, great barbecue joint. So anyways, wanted to throw that one in there as well, just so people know, where are these guys sitting oh, totally. at? So. You know, one of the biggest things for me was when I was, um, like, when, I think you guys could probably relate. When I was growing up, I was just all about me, selfish kid, teenager, what are you going to do after you graduate? But when I became a dad, it changed everything for me. Yeah. We're all dads, like you all bet. three of us are dads here. And it causes you to think different about the future of your nation and, and like, Policy, when people said policy, I didn't know what that meant in high school. Mm -hmm. Policy, what are we talking about? Is that just the, when I walk into a building, what's the policy for the store? But our nation forms policies that will affect my kids and yeah, their future yeah. and exactly. their freedoms. And if they're going to have freedoms that maybe they never even knew they had, yeah. it's our job to, to not only protect them, but teach our kids and, and go to the next generation. Well said. If you, if you think of Psalms, I believe it's Psalms 145.4. That's yes. where it actually the psalmist declares that one generation shall declare his works to the next and, and that's something God's a generational God um, I believe that we if we're not thinking that way but what are we leaving what are we doing with the lives that we have are we speaking up are we letting our voices mm -hmm. and our, our our morals and our our, our, our our Christian beliefs guide us and lead us if we're not doing that then we're not leaving a legacy behind for our kids and our grandkids and that's I think of the utmost important being a recent father as well yeah. is I think I view almost everything now through the lens of 
what's my son Gabriel going to be walking through? Yeah, you're right on. What's going to come his way? But. We're, we're really, um, I'm, I happen to be a person of Christian faith as well. Like Frontier's not Christian per se, although many people that are in it sure. are of a Christian background. Mm -hmm. But it's very significant. If you look at Western civilization, we'd say that many, many of the key foundations of our Western civilization are based on Judeo-Christian values. Yeah, yeah. Like the rule of law, um, the desire to be able to look at evidence things. You know, mm -hmm. you don't just make claims, you, you, you base them on facts. Yeah. So we, we are called in every generation to renew our minds, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, absolutely we are. I think um, just to bring some also clarity because Return to Reason, as we mentioned, we established Leo's, Leon's pet project. He loved it, he grew with it, and that's now moving to a banner. We've got several programs that's underneath this Return to Reason banner that we're rolling out. And really, I guess the goal is what we're talking about of, of the why, why Return to Reason, why we want to build out different programs, different personalities, is so we can give different voices to a lot of different issues that are going on in our country. And the end goal really is to help our country continue down the path that we believe it was on yeah. and that we want to see it on. We, we want to see this country be uh, a light to the world. We want to see it um, promote and strengthen and give a great place for its citizens to thrive. So the whole goal, you and I, Jer, let's talk about maybe ours just a little bit because mm -hmm. we're you and I have been uh, doing some test pilots actually yeah. over the last couple of months uh, of our program. So we're going to shift from Return to Reason into a program called Citizen. Oh. and. Really, you and I are just chasing ideas, chasing just thoughts. Just free thought, debate, talk, yeah. conversation, wrestling. Like the, even during, I, I really enjoy it because like we have general things that you and I are passionate about, things that we love and yeah. uh, wrestle with, but I actually enjoy the, the layout of it because we wrestle with the idea as it goes. And we kind of, um, it's, it's a podcast. It's also, you can probably watch it on um, almost every platform, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's this journey. And I, I'm really looking forward to the viewers part in it when they yeah. can bring up topics and comments and uh, reply and maybe even correct us like actually yeah, in yeah. fact correct us <laughs> please, please, please do no we welcome that we even play devil's yeah, advocate sure. on each other at times because we're just trying to wrestle it's like the whole uh -huh. point and I, when people are watching this our program hasn't yet yeah. aired just to be clear but like a couple days ago when we were recording we, we talked a lot about well the idea of socialism but socialistic mindset maybe we talked yeah. about traditional socialism mm -hmm. as it is, if you look at Webster's, what's it defined as, but is that the same as what it is now? Is, so we, it, yeah. we oh. tackle it and then, and then we just go off. It wasn't just that. I think we oh, went on every we had <laughs> just tangent job we could. So we even talk about education and, and what's yeah. being taught mm -hmm. and, and the responsibility that those teachers have to the next generation as, as we were yeah. just alluding to. Um, and because you huge. and I are we're relatively younger guys as well, is that with this we know we're going to have an audience that is going to be, I would even say, your Gen Zs and mm -hmm. um, maybe younger people, millennials, that are, are grappling with a lot of these questions. Mm -hmm. So that's the goal of, of Citizen, really, yeah. is to be able to give a voice to things that we're one. We don't have the answers. We don't claim yeah. to be experts. We don't claim to... We don't mean have to come to a solution. <laughs> it's more so we're just trying yeah. to navigate and think these are the things that we're yeah. dealing with and, mm -hmm. and struggling with, and we'll have people on the show. So that, that's one of them. Uh, Leighton Gray as well has got a program that's uh, called Gray Matter. Have you seen Gray Matter yet? I am a husband, a father, a lawyer, a Christian, and a proud Canadian. I started this series because it was clear that our nation needs truth. Not just another biased narrative, but real information of substance. We need access to facts and the freedom to think for ourselves. I'm Leighton Gray, and this is Gray Matter. 
the madness that has come upon us. This, you know, this cultural Marxism, this lunacy, this big state authoritarianism. Um, I don't like it, but I'm looking around for answers. It's, it's almost as if we sort of abandoned all the actual basis for objective truth or reason or all the things that our society are based on. Our opposition is highly organized and united. So we need to get highly organized and united. Now, if you want to combat bad ideas, you don't suppress them. What well, actually often by suppressing them, you draw attention to them. You cannot reason with people who reject reason and evidence and logic. Our opponents wish to divide us. We win if we can come back together and heal ourselves as a body. Let's get thinking. That's right, Grey Matter is just one of those fantastic series to join the Return to Reason lineup of programs that is made possible by viewers like you. It's refreshing content for Canadians who care. Join constitutional lawyer Leighton Grey on a journey of learning and thinking outside the box. Stay tuned to find out why generational citizenship is so vital for the health and strength of our nation. Return to Reason was a passion project for Leon Fontaine. It embodied knowledge and wisdom just like he did. The Return to Reason team will continue to build on the firm foundation he laid, reaching new heights, new audiences, and more Canadians with truth. More of Return to Reason, the best is yet to come, right now. You know, to me, it seems like a really unique opportunity in this yeah. country. Mm -hmm. And I think of that whole vision, Jeremy, that you alluded to with Leon, like the, the, the name Return to Reason, yeah. is, you know, let us come together as a country and talk about these issues. Mm -hmm. I just marvel yeah. at how much it's like our, our country today is tone deaf. Like, we need to listen to each other yeah. Yeah. and really try to understand what the other side is saying. Yeah and do that in a respectful way. We don't need to call each other names. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's a really great vision to build on and that's what you're doing here. And I, you can't be a citizen today no. unless you have that free flow of information. And that's what a lot of parties, I would argue, are, yeah. are trying to undermine. Mm -hmm. No, you can't talk about that or yeah, yeah. you can talk about this. Well, that's absurd. The Canadian tradition and principle as a national community is that we talk about yeah. issues and we do that in a respectful yeah. way and that's our duty as citizens. So yeah. I'm excited about that. You know what one take that um, actually this came from Leon because when you one thing we noticed through COVID that I noticed was if you disagreed the response was not only to shut you up but yeah. anger. Anger. Yeah. Wow. Don't you dare disagree with me and which is just so the opposite of a healthy democracy. You can't <laughs> like the democracy functions off of a thought, free speech, ideas, conversation. Right. And one of the things that Leon taught me actually was, look, the only reason, let's say we fully disagree, pick, pick the hottest topic during COVID, vaccinations. Let's say you're pro and I'm against. In that, in that situation, one thing Leon would do all the time, and I, I think you could do this with just about any idea, is that you disarm the situation realizing going, you're passionate because you want the best for you. I'm passionate because I want the best for me, and out of the that we both, agree with we you both agree on want that. the best Let's for, this, figure how to get for this situation. And yeah. if if we approach the conversations that way, it disarms your intensity, it yeah. disarms your emotion, and then you start to realize, okay, we just we're at two different viewpoints. Well said. Let's yeah. let's well, let's attack it. It seems it, it's even coming to the point though of of demonizing yeah. open conversation for and sure. difference of right. opinions. It, it's almost like you're getting this tribalistic view of exactly. I only want to so. be. Yeah. Yeah. 
in the groups that and think like me. And that's not by accident. That's for, that sure. for some, yeah. that's very intentional, is to take Canadians and yeah. divide them up and create hate. It's just, yeah. why? it's so why do you ironic. Think? In your because it's, it's how you gain political power. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and that's been through history. Yeah. And so yeah, in yeah. Canada, that's really not our tradition of doing that. Yeah, we, yeah. Like, look at you, everybody has traveled and you know that Canadian culture, like I have yet to meet many Canadians are, that are not generally nice people. Yeah. I'm not saying that we're perfect, because yeah. we're not, but Canadian culture tends to be um, very polite and caring. Like we, we, yeah. when you look at Canadians that we meet, it's amazing the generosity that people have. Mm -hmm. So why would you start vilifying Canadians? You should be uniting them together that's the flag, the Canadian flag that unites us. Yeah. Um, so that's what we should be doing yeah, as leaders. So and if we can do that in the public conversation and help enrich that yeah. and create better unity and understanding, that's a great vision because our country is worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a country that just happened by accident and it, we could lose it all in a generation if we don't watch yeah, it. That's right. And I don't mean to sound too no, right. Right. dramatic, but it's though, true. Is that it, it's, it's a thin line that if you give a little bit is that we've seen in history how countries that have been prosperous on great paths all of a sudden, one generation or less, mm -hmm. yeah. they've shifted to absolutely um, destruction. Might be you know, uh, <laughs> a, a big term, but yeah. to the point where people are trying mm -hmm. to flee that country. Exactly. Else place, else and, and, and it's interesting because I, uh, as you know, I, I tend to live in the world of statistics or statistics, however mm -hmm. you want to think about <laughs> them. But the last um, ten quarters, the last ten quarters in our economy. Mm -hmm nine of them are shrink going down in terms of productivity. That's wow. a problem. Now, yeah. productivity, why, why is that important? Well, because wow. it's the foundation, yeah. ultimately, of our quality of life. If your economy isn't growing and prospering, but it's yeah. going backward, yeah. you have less, less choices, yeah. and that means a dimmer, a dimmer future for our, our next generation. That's yeah. a huge problem. So we've got to grab a hold of a lot of issues, but we, we can only do it by working together. Yeah. Well, it's this, yeah, this isn't just theoretical, some of the things we're talking about. It's, as you said, there are stats, there are lists that show, especially mm -hmm. if you look at Canada's GDP per person in That's terms it. of how, where we're going, is that we are dropping on the list and countries oh, are yeah. surpassing us that you would think should never be passing right. in Canada. Like Australia is an example, for sure. way ahead of us, like 20%. It's, yep. it's remarkable. Yeah, and you look at Canada being a, 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 still a leader in this world, a G7 mm -hmm. country, yeah. and you look at what we are, is that those type of things are a reflection of what's happening. You know, Conrad Black a while ago said something interesting about the governments that we have, and he says, I think we have the governments that we deserve. <laughs> yeah. And I no. Won't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get what you deserve? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I want, wanted to go here because um, we've got duties that, as citizens, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people forget what it means to be a citizen, yeah. and right. the power and how that should empower people, because. Mm -hmm. Too often, I think, and this is what we we talked a lot about this actually last week yep. about we have the traditional definition of, of socialism where you've got state-owned production mm -hmm. and that type of thing. But there's this it, this is me just free speaking about a kind of a new type of socialism in expansionary government right. and redistribution in a sense. Yeah. And That's and a lot of people because of that they start to look as myself. I'm not necessarily they don't feel empowered as a citizen. They almost look to the government to dictate and tell them where to go, what to do, how to live, here's your, here's your what you get type of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that mentality, if we're not careful, if it slips in too deep, then 
you're losing mm -hmm. what it means to be a citizen and how the government should be beholden to the citizens. But that's what we hope to empower. Yeah, I, you know, I, I really commend you, Jeremy and David, for having that vision around now citizenship because I think in many ways that's a core challenge for us in our current democracy in Canada. And, and this, the history of citizenship goes back thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you look at ancient Greece as an example, it's fascinating. There's all, there was, I mean, there's different definitions of citizenship, but there's a sense that there was a middle yeah. that was healthy and independent and yeah. self-reliant. Yeah. They acted That's like adults, right they there. had their own bits of land, they could grow their olives, they could participate in the democratic process. But uh, at the other end, the very wealthy had their own agenda, mm -hmm. And the very poor were also dependent on things. So, but you need a healthy middle. Yeah. And if you look at today in Canada, hmm. we have a real, it almost feels like an attack yeah. on, on the, the middle, middle class. Sure. Like yeah. if you pay more at the gas pump, yeah. like you just look at the numbers. I just saw yeah. my, um, my uh, credit union teller who said, David, this is my last day because I can't afford to commute anymore from a nearby town 20, oh 20 minutes away. Well, because it costs too much yeah. to fill her tank. Wow. So this hits people hard. So these real these policies, mm -hmm. these decisions yeah. impact people's lives. And so are they really going to empower citizens or are they gonna undermine citizens? Can you speak to, and, and this is like, one of the greatest areas for me I find growing up was how, what can I even do? How, how do I get involved? I don't know how. Like that was the that was the process through. As I've as I've gotten older, I've figured out kind of ways and also talking, communicating, getting educated, reading, mm -hmm. and, and those I think go without saying. Actually, maybe they need to be said. But um, are there any ways that for anyone who is watching, what can they do? How can they get involved? Is there places they can go? I think like, they can do a ton. I I I just think there's a, an exciting list of what people can do. Yeah. I think the first thing they got to do is share this program. Yeah, if you exactly hear, no, no I mean this sincerely, though, if yeah. you believe yeah. that there are good things being talked about yeah. and you want to help move forward the conversation, share it with yeah, a friend, yeah. talk with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then I think also don't hesitate to speak up. We know that one of my past lives, I was an elected official yeah. and I assure you that when people would call in on an issue, even if it was a half a dozen, yep. 20 people, it made a huge impact because yep. people would look at it and say, wow, uh, we're getting some real pushback. Yep. Now, the, the funny thing that's a little bit confusing today is I was alluding to earlier, a lot of governments don't make decisions based on public policy, but it's more based on these kind of weird advisors that are always advising decision sure. makers to go on that poll. Hmm communications like the so-called optics of the situation yes, well yeah. how does that serve people you need to you need to guide decisions on on good principles so what happens is as citizens speak up they actually have more power than they realize yeah. and I think that's very exciting but yeah. we've got to get the word out people I think in are in a huge information bubble and I think that goes back to what Leon Fontaine mm -hmm. was concerned about totally, yeah. is that people don't know the information but if they do we have enough confidence in Canadians that they'll come to the table and do yeah, something. Yeah. That's, that's where our hope is beyond in, in the divine, yeah. I think. Hope, that's what's at the heart of everything we do. Canada needs hope. The Return to Reason lineup of programs are just one way that we are reaching people all over the world with truth-driven content that honors their intelligence and presents knowledge with wisdom. 
Stay tuned to hear more about the ongoing development and growth of the Return to Reason platform. People, even children, have never been so confused about their identities. The politically correct narratives and information echo chambers have never been so divisive. You're watching today because you deeply care about this nation and the next generation. Together, we must confront any ideologies that replace fact with feelings and present lies as truth. Canada's future is worth speaking up for. The time to act is now. It's time to return to reason. With this banner of Return to Reason and the several programs we have already going, and there's going to be more that's going to be added down the slate as we continue to build partnerships and find the right voices that, that fit what we're doing. But really, if you look across Canada, is that this is, there's a hole that we're trying to fill in Canada. Like, I truly believe that, is that with what, where we're going and what we're doing is that we're going to help empower voices to this nation to Very help good. keep our nation on yeah. track. And really, because we were in such a position with, with multiple TV channels, yeah. the fact that we've got a large online presence building out our VOD platforms, is that this whole thing of return to reason, um, we are not to, it's just, hope this doesn't come across arrogantly or, mm -hmm. or, or braggy at all, but we are, we are in a position where I almost feel if we don't utilize the tools that we have yeah. is that we're doing our country and ourselves a disservice sure. because as we continue to build out, but what we need though is as people watch through Miracle Channel, through Corco, this essentially will take on its own life and the return mm -hmm. to reason where you can, that will be its own mm -hmm. brand if it's yeah. not already, yeah. is that we need people to not just be fans of it, but as you said, Tell people about it. Yes, be Share it. Yeah. Subscribe to it once a week. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you're on social media, yeah. follow us on social media. Hit the share button. Write mm -hmm. comments. Like yeah. all of those things, every single one of those things that people do help get the message out. Even if you disagree, yeah. that's awesome. Right. Let us know why because mm -hmm. the goal is we want to sure. get conversations rolling and get people intrigued. Do you remember when we were in Ottawa how much direction we got from replies and comments? Tons. Like a lot of our day was people messaging us going you should check this out we heard yeah. about this we saw yeah. this on another yeah. news feed what, what are your thoughts yeah. and then and so that was wild but I, I loved the relationship because I was going these are real people yeah. who are watching and all they have is this device yeah. and all they can do is see this window and hope hope it's telling the truth yeah. and so when they had a second perspective which was ours all week like I can't tell you into the late hours of the night Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like yeah. thousands of Amazing. people messaging us. It, we couldn't keep up and I kept trying to respond. But I remember thinking, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. We're spo they're supposed to be able to have a voice. They're supposed to be able to talk to us, suggest to us. We're supposed to listen. And, and so that's where a lot of the fire in my gut yeah. and David's gut, I yeah, know, yeah. came from. On our drive home from Ottawa, which was a very long drive um, <laughs> across this beautiful nation, yeah. we, it, just, it was almost symbolic of realizing as we're crossing the land of this nation, I was going, we gotta, we gotta do something for it. We can't let this go. Yeah. And uh, that's what I want to do here. That's why I want people to comment to so badly. Like I want to hear their comments and I don't care if you disagree. <laughs> I want you to say, hey, what you said there was yeah. completely biased. Yeah. Can you give me another angle? Sure, like I'll try. Well, I will never forget that time when you guys made that decision with Leon mm -hmm. to pack it up and yeah. go to Ottawa. Yeah, that's crazy. Because it wasn't a small decision. It took enormous effort, the whole entire team and I remember that so well because I was comparing what some of the media were saying going on in downtown Ottawa yeah. with your incredible reports on the ground and you were chasing down the good, bad and the ugly stories and it was remarkable, yeah. Yeah. the difference in truth. Yeah. And I was so excited because the response was like a tidal wave of interest as you're saying, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, 
and it said, wow, you're, you're onto something here. And the need for people to find that out and yeah. the trust that you gain. I remember there, was a, there yeah. was a media conference that the truckers had. Yeah. And I think you were one of the only parties invited to cover it yeah. because they were so tired of being misrepresented. Yeah. Is that right? Crazy, yes, that is right. But what, what I was gonna say is that, that press conference, yes, that they were they were keeping out the legacy mainstream media out of the rooms mm -hmm. because they didn't, there's a distrust already for them. Yeah. But it got to the point when we were driving away, we literally handed off to, to, to Michael and Nav oh, as they yes, were gonna take right. over us and we're two hours outside the city. <laughs> I get a phone call, because you spend two weeks building connections and relationships oh, yeah. and they're already leery of who hundreds. do we trust, who do we not trust. Yeah. And then they tell us about a press conference they're doing live in an, in an hour. So we call Michael and Nav and tell, get over there, get over there type of thing and we're driving away. <laughs> and this is kind of like, it felt like your, your big break in a sense. Yeah. But then um, what we found out was, it took Michael and Nav just a little bit to get over because they're still getting used to everything, is that the press conference was held up and they were, everyone was there, but they were waiting to for start us. for us no and our team way. to I show up and get crazy? there because they wanted to make sure. But that, 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 I attribute that yeah. to unintentionally, but when we were there, we hit, uh, we tapped into uh, this stream, a nerve that was in Canada. And then you're talking about the comments. Mm -hmm. Is mm -hmm. I remember walking down the street reading comments and, and that would actually dictate kind of what How we're looking we for. It. People would say thoughts and ideas and we're and trying to tell us literally directions. Hey, go to this set, this road. <laughs> And we'd be like, okay, we saw another live there. Go. And wow. so we'd go. Yeah. And it, you're right. It dictated. Hundreds of comments yeah. sometimes within half hour, 40. So anyways, yeah. all, all that to say, though, there is there are people who do care about having their voice heard, but people yes. um, maybe have felt defeated or felt like, I don't know what to do, yeah. is that partner with people who can help your voice wow. be heard. Yes. Like, okay. I think that's, that's such Absolutely. an important thing. So I do want to mark this, that memory as a historic memory mm -hmm. of the program and vision of return to reason yeah because on my on the program leaders on the frontier you know that i've had I have a relationship with some of the best health officials in the world yeah. period they wrote what's called the great barrington declaration yes. which basically yeah. said hey we need to remember that we need to use best healthcare practices we should not be doing a lockdown that's not good from a health point of view yeah for many reasons and they were officials and one of them is a friend, Dr. Martin Kaldor from Harvard University. Mm -hmm. And in my conversation with him on Leaders on the Frontier, he said something really remarkable. Um, he said, what we learned during the COVID lockdowns was the incredible control different nefarious actors have about information. And what was so amazing was the impact that the trucker convoy had yeah. in terms of not just Canada, but the world. What and I said, what did, you, what did you just say? And he said, and you can see, look at online. Yeah. I, I encourage the audience to look at this. Yeah. And Martin said, yes, those truckers were very well informed. Mm -hmm. They obviously did a lot of listening to, to information as they were going along the road. Yeah. And they followed the science to Ottawa. Hmm. And this is in complete contrast with so many others. That was a remarkable statement. And so Great. in some significant way, this is all interconnected yeah. with return to reason. Yeah. Isn't that a remarkable yeah. insight? Absolutely. It, it really is. If you look at that period of time, you know, uh, former governor Sarah Palin was in Calgary, I believe, a number of nights ago. Actually, Leighton Gray, I yeah, believe, Leighton. did a yeah. program or yeah. a show yeah. with her. Is um, Again, I, I didn't make that, but one of my friends was telling me that she made a comment saying that that convoy led the way for change across the entire Indeed. world. 
Not so not Canada, eh? wow. but the world. Of course, Canada. We saw several things. We saw multiple, multiple provinces all start to drop um, yes, their mandates. Well, they did. They were there, yeah. Right after you saw a change in the Conservative Party. I believe Quebecers were about to be taxed if they yeah. weren't vaccinated. If mm-hmm. I'm Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought mm-hmm. that was the case. Yep. That changed. So, so many things happened as a result of that. You saw a change and almost this empowering of people to be like, I'm not alone mm-hmm. in terms of how I think or what I think. And, and I think it's important to, to clarify is that I think us three all hold the same view in terms of we were truth seekers. Yeah. I think a lot, of, we talked about tribalism a little bit ago. I think people are too used to having, you've got people that have a view over here, and then you have a people that have a view over here, and it's almost just to counter yeah. what the other side has. And, yeah. and we're not interested in just having a, a counter opinion or an extreme opinion. Yeah. No, like we're genuinely trying to find the exactly. truth and find the path to that mm-hmm. yeah. and willing to find a way. And if people can resonate with that and, mm-hmm. and they're along that same journey, well, this is the place that they're going to want to commit right to and be a part of. But. And what I like about the, the theme of, of seeking truth is that this is a nonpartisan discussion. All three parties and many more failed, mm-hmm. have yeah. failed, and none of them are perfect. Sure. But we can, if we can seek the truth, that's great. And I love the idea that that compels us as citizens, yeah, yeah. everyone mm-hmm. as Canadians to act, yeah. ask what they can do, yeah. as you were asking earlier, Jeremy. And you recall what Leon Fontaine said. He said some people would say that silence is golden, <laughs> and he'd say, no, I think it's yellow. Yeah. yeah. So that's a challenge to everybody to say, what can you do yeah. Yeah. to move yeah. things forward for the next generation? More of this discussion in just a minute. How did we get here? How have we become so divided? Trendy narratives have little substance, but simple truths and the power of standing shoulder to shoulder will outlast this toxic cancel culture. How can we unite around better ideas that will serve all Canadians and return Canada to a place of human flourishing, freedom, and inspiring potential? You. The answer is you. The best part? You are not alone in your thinking. The Return to Reason lineup of programs dares to courageously tackle subjects with facts and context. We champion debate. We celebrate your individual right to hold your opinion to make your own choices and to change your mind. Return to reason, the best is yet to come. David, can you, you you can probably say this better than Jeremy and I, can you maybe tell us a bit about the importance of the media in revolving to a democracy and kind of their role as a pillar? Because um, essentially what we're moving into and where we're going is that we're gonna be a part of the, the media to be a voice that's gonna help champion What's, what is being talked about and issues and all those things. Maybe just tell us a bit about the well, importance of the, it. Well, the media is just critical. And if you think of our country, part of the genius of it is that it has these different pillars, as, you, as you've yeah. alluded to. Yeah. And the media is a very important one. And the, the, the principles that have undergirded the media are profound, namely yeah. that they're su- supposed to be independent. They speak truth to power. They, they, they seek, what is it again? Oh yeah, the truth. And, and they look <laughs> oh, at yeah. the facts and they, they, they serve their audience. Yeah. And, and we all have a bias of sorts, but no, I'm, I'm talking about something more profound. Yeah. And that is that today we have a lot of uh, parties in power that want to control the media. Right now we have some 2000 media outlets in our country yeah. that are funded, yeah. funded by yeah. the government. Now that's a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Can you explain why? Well, <laughs> it, it's, it's a problem because you, you want to be independent. Yeah. And 
You know, it's not just simply the big outlets that are funded now by the government, which I would never have believed would have happened, mm -hmm. but it's the, the, the small papers and they yeah. all have stories to tell. And well, a lot are on shoestring budgets. They are. And it's tight and it goes, I think it goes back to the mentality of maybe you don't want, you think twice about biting the hand that feeds you in a exactly. sense. And that's not saying you always want to bite the government, yeah. but, but the citizens, the media are there to hold accountable to what government is That's doing, right. right? And the media have a tough job, so I don't, I don't want to make yeah, it all black sure. and white, but the reality is that you as a citizen, another action you can do is support media that matters, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, you yeah. believe in. Totally. Subscribe to them, like pay for that news service yeah. so you can support them in, in some measure. So media is critical because without information, yeah, you yeah. can't have a democracy. Yeah. Yeah. And without a democracy, we are something else. Yeah. Uh, and in history, it's, it's, it's forms of totalitarianism and it never ends well because we don't have peace then because we'll be fighting with each other. Yeah. Uh, you don't have the rule of law and no one should be above the rule of law, yeah. uh, not even the king or queen or the prime minister. Yeah. But we're in an age where all those things are arguably being undermined and people need to wake up to that. Why do you think it ever started that media was funded by government? Like, What's that connection? Well, there was a report that was done a few years ago um, uh, by the, the current uh, Trudeau administration, and, and uh, there's a breakdown of the economic model. Like you alluded to the idea yeah. that there's yeah, yeah. a lot of media that don't have enough money. Yeah. Well, in, my, in light of that scenario, there are members of the media that were going to the government yeah. for help, but also the government saw that as an opportunity, those in power yeah, to yeah. say, well, if we give them money, we can help control them. So what happens is if you receive the money, yeah. you have to engage in agreement that you have to cover certain topics yeah. around diversity, inclusion, equity, all that stuff wow. in a certain way. Wow. That's not right. Yeah. Those are very debatable topics. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's silly. The nature of them funding is to give an opportunity for them to do their job and investigate and be journalists. Yeah, exactly. But you're taking that away from them the moment you say, we'll do that, but you, right have, to, you have to say this. So to, yeah. Just to play devil's advocate on that, would, would the argument be the reason why they do that is to help keep alive a lot of these in terms of this redistribution yeah. of funds or uh, to help keep a healthy media? Like that might be the other side of no, Absolutely. without us, a lot of these guys would be going away anyway, yeah. so let's help them. Absolutely. Thoughts on that? Yeah, and that's part of the reason why is that the internet comes along yeah. and everybody was excited about the internet that this would help free speech, but there were different actors trying to control the internet. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the story of power, right? Yep. They yep. want to control what you see. But in that context, everybody started moving to find their news online and it was all quote free. Yeah. Sure. But the irony is that they wanted your information. Yeah, yeah. You know, they wanted your consumer information, your yeah. data. Yeah. But at the same time, they um, online advertising, you know, came into its own. Yeah. The rest is history. And all of a sudden, you have traditional media really struggling with how to get its yeah. revenue. And uh, the government never really dealt with the issue that you have to have even the online people pay for, for news. Yeah. They were riding on the traditional media, so it wasn't really fair. Yeah. So that's why you have this whole debate going on right now. Well, that's even led to bills that have come through like C-11 and even C-18, Yeah, right? That's right. And, and it's yeah. interesting, as I'm not sure if people are very familiar with C-18, but it's essentially the Coles notes of it is, is that big media tech companies that are using pieces of news that is produced by Canadian outlets is that they'll have to pay for it and That's actually right. a result of that which is because I get pretty much all of my news 
online through mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. platforms is that Meta, I believe they announced, was it today. this morning? Today. It's today. They announced that they're no longer going to be allowed using they're news within right. Canada. So yeah, exactly. a result of C-18, and that's them flexing yeah. their muscles, yeah. trying yeah. to make the government bend a that's little right. bit. And it's so it backfired. For sure. Yeah. So you're going to have these kind of controversial yeah. issues come up, which really make it an even muddier ground, muddier waters, I should say, for citizens to be able to... What are they getting? What yeah. information are exactly. they getting? Now it's blocked, yeah. We're all challenged to think critically, and I know that's yeah. a commonly used phrase, mm -hmm. but you really yeah. have yeah. to take everything with a grain of salt, including what we say. Yeah. Like oh, you, yeah. you, 100%. you know, we're not afraid of that, but look and do your due diligence because honestly, yeah. sometimes yeah. truth is stranger than fiction, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, we've, we've thrown out the term a couple of times, find truth, and maybe that can be relative depending on people's, like I believe that there are certain absolute truths, obviously yeah. you have to have, but what, what we're, I think we're really trying to say, you hit on it, about thinking critically and due diligence, and, yeah. and really the idea is that if you don't know, if people don't know where they stand, or if I don't know where I stand, I'm trying to hear other people's opinions on, on maybe both sides of an That's argument. Right. I'm mm -hmm. trying to find a variety yeah. of opinions as opposed to just going yeah. to yeah. one area to confirm my bias. And then I believe I've got a brain, I believe citizens, people have a brain that if they hear this, yeah. then they can kind of figure out where do I land in this whole, mm -hmm. and, and, whole area. And don't forget, like there's room for common sense. Yeah. A lot of people have common sense. I was just in Lethbridge and nearby at a fast food restaurant, which probably I shouldn't have been at, <laughs> were two older gentlemen, and they were delightful. We were talking about a myriad of issues, and they just had common sense, and yeah. they said, you know, yeah. we don't have those degrees, but what we see isn't good. Like, I just filled up my pickup, yeah. and I could barely afford it. Wow. Yeah, and then it also gets to the, the topic of a lot of these things are common sense in the sense that when you hear about decisions, wh what direction are they pointing? Yeah. And what kind of vision of society? And I want to give you a quick example. The whole sexualization of children in schools, yeah. does that yeah. add to their education? Yeah. And is that appropriate? Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not, I don't mean it from a tolerant point of view. Of course we welcome and respect everybody. Yeah. But sorry, you don't own my children. Yeah. There's a limit to that. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, there's a limit to, exactly. like, you welcome and respect people, but yeah. I don't, because I accept you, I don't have to agree with you. Exactly. And, and I'll difference. even go this far. Even if I agreed with you on every single point, you don't have the right to talk to my kid about it. Well, exactly. Period. Or but, but this yeah. is where the divide is. And this is where something a lot of citizens don't realize. There's a divide among people in our country. Yeah. Some assume that you as a parent have that prerogative. Your mm. children are your children yeah. and you're the primary responsible person. Yeah. To, to guide them in their education. Yeah. But not everybody thinks that way. Yeah, no. There's another worldview, and I know this sounds nuts and hard to believe, but I've talked with them. They believe that the children are really the wards of the state, and the state yeah. raises your child. Mm -hmm. Thank you for giving birth to your children. Wow. But you know what? We're going to take it from here in the school, and we're going to guide them. Yeah. And that's, that's a very... That's a radical yeah, philosophy, radical. and you've got to call that out. Yeah. Is President, that good? President Joe Biden actually said that in, a, in his Twitter, and Elon Musk responded. Did you see that? No, no I, I didn't So he see essentially that. said something along the lines, and he used the word, these are our children, and in his phrasing. And then Elon Musk responded and said, actually, they're our children. Exactly. The parents. Yeah, so that's a yeah. seminal yeah. example of yeah. the debate. So you, we've all got to listen carefully. So who's pointing in what direction, yeah. Yeah. and is that good? Yeah. Well, even... 
just an, another, like, a, well, let's say the world leader that it was, but a cringy moment of a world leader that said, parents, can you please leave the room? I want to talk to your children through the television on one of this things. No kidding. And, um, wow. Anyways, it, I didn't know that. It just, I feel like when yeah. you have that mentality, <laughs> it just shows that this, this, this toxic idea of going through about, yeah. it, and it really, if you want to, yeah. if we don't have the time to dive deep into that now, but right. it really is coming to the dismantling of the family. Yeah, they're going the, after the, the family. The family is the, yeah. no matter, I said this a while ago, no matter how big you go in terms of, we look at nation, we look at yeah, right. states or provinces and communities, and in what makes up the community, the heart of all of that is, is the family. Yeah, right. And there is a, an absolute yeah. attack trying exactly. to change and dismantle what that family, family is. But when you see that, and history will tell us that, when you see the dismantling of those families, the roles and all that, is that your nation is going to feel the effects of it. Exactly. Eventually, mm -hmm. you're yeah. gonna start to crumble. All those things are being undermined by some parties. Yeah. And that's where the debate should be. Why are you trying to undermine marriage, family, uh, community, like shared values of citizenship, right? Being yeah. involved, uh, yeah. helping each other out. That's how you build a caring society. But yeah. instead, no, it's saying, no, the state should run everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's the route to a caring society. Well, is that really, no, we should be working with the government. But, but if it's too big, yeah. then you, you kind of undermine everything else. So that, I think that's where our country's at. Are we, which fork in the road are we going to take? Yeah. So David, as host and visionary behind Leaders of the Frontier, what, what do you want to see out of it? What is the goal that you have? Where, where do you see it going? Maybe talk to us about what. Well, I am just so honored and excited to be involved in it on behalf of Frontier and I my hope is that the audience will just it will serve the audience that yeah. it will elevate the discussion yeah. people will be blown away and say wow I didn't know that or yeah. I agree with that or I don't agree with it and I'm gonna yeah. let them know yeah, but yeah. that they're sharing it with their friends it's moving the conversation forward mm -hmm. And who knows, it would compel people to actually do something yeah. in terms of action, like run for their school board, yeah. uh, get involved sure. in their, their church, right? Like that's all part of civic society. Yeah, yeah. But people need to be involved as citizens. And again, silence is not golden. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're watching this today, now is the time to act. The success of Return to Reason will be when viewers like you feel compelled to share it. Never underestimate the power of knowledge and don't let fear stop you from starting conversations. Canada is worth standing up for. Families and kids are worth fighting for. This is our nation. We are proud to call it home. Now is the time to engage. Become an RTR Insider and get the latest content and exclusive info. We've made it so easy to share. Simply forward an email. Follow, like, and subscribe on all your favorite platforms. This is the power of the public square. Comment and send us feedback. You can have a voice. I think it's also important to stress the duty and responsibility I feel that we have. I think a lot of times that's not talked about. Yeah. But as you just mentioned, we've got a duty to get involved. We have a responsibility for our neighbors, for other citizens, yeah. for um, uh, our gener future generations yeah. Right. Yeah. to get involved in and to yeah. do that and, uh, and, no and matter what and religion I wanna, I want to add one more thing, David, and I'm sorry, I could, I could talk about this for a long time with you guys, but I hope that people also feel inspired to kind of stand up for their country. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of a thing that we're too weak on in our country is is patriotism. Yeah. Mm. And I mean healthy patriotism. Yeah. Like that's yeah. 
that's part of celebrating who we are as a community and that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also believe that I want this to be an opportunity to inspire citizens through Frontier. There's been a lot of research done on really good solutions to a lot of the big challenges yeah. we face. And that's from on healthcare to all kinds of, yeah. of issues that are important. There are solutions yeah. and we can learn about them internationally. So if we can move that forward, yeah. gosh, I'm really happy. Yeah, we, we do. do. We do. <laughs> talk a bit about what you're, what you're envisioning and, and what's going to happen with Frontier. I know for Jer and I, for Citizen, like I, I just, I think the sky's the limit for yeah. us in terms of like when you're, when you're having conversation, we have conversations every day, but try to bring a platform where people can come to us and yeah. just follow along. They might have the same curiosities that we do. They might wonder the same things or the why. We're trying to chase those down, but then also mm -hmm. we're gonna have great people on to be a part of those discussions. Yeah. I, I believe that over as we develop and as we continue to grow, that we're gonna be a landing spot for people who are running for office, political yeah. office, to have these real conversations. Mm -hmm. I can see us doing live events and these type of things. And yeah. not just Jerry and I, but it, it, to the broader okay. Return the Reason family. Yeah. So again, we're gonna be a landing spot that if people wanna know what's going on in the country, is that they can come to Return the Reason and trust that we're gonna be chasing wow. down the truth. We believe and know that when you're part of a nation, is that there is power in being a citizen. And, and I think that has been lost amongst people. But what does it mean to actually be a citizen? The citizen is the one who holds the keys and the power. And the government in a serves the citizen. Exactly. So. And often that gets lost when people don't know the meaning of their citizenship. It wasn't until there was some serious provoking happening in our system yeah. with COVID that woke me up, at least, mm. uh, where I went, okay, I got to figure out what these things are here for. It's a 10,000 foot view, but yeah. that would be my okay. opinion of that. So but. to me, that's a very exciting vision because yeah. what, what we're, you're really doing is inviting people to get involved as a community yeah. of caring Canadians who yeah. want to help strengthen our culture yeah. and our level of thinking to create a better country. Yeah. I think that's what we're doing. And that's a good thing yeah, that's sure. long overdue yeah. in our country, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, nice, all right. I can't speak for Leighton specifically, but Leighton and, and Gray Matter, <laughs> the guy's a brilliant man yeah, and is. constitutional lawyer, yeah. a trade and everything else. The guy just seems to never sleep. I can't speak for him, but I know he's going to continue bringing on just amazing guests, having those conversations in the, the same tone of furthering these challenging conversations that yeah. people are, are wondering about. Joining now from his home studio, here's Leighton Gray with a special message for you, all Canadians who care. Thanks guys, great to be with you with the Return to Reason crew. I wish I could be there in person, but uh, it, it just didn't work out with my schedule this time. I'm looking forward to next time. I wanted to share with you how meaningful it is for me to be part of Return to Reason and to continue the legacy that was established by the late Leon Fontaine. I had the, the pleasure to be interviewed by Leon twice and also interviewed him on, on, on my show and uh, it, it was incredible to see the, the, his commitment, his level of commitment to truth in media and, and to see a man of just tremendous faith uh, and how inspirational that was. Um, and it really inspired me to bring Grey Matter to Miracle Channel and through them to take the, the, the show uh, even within less than a year to a whole new level that honestly I couldn't have imagined. I really see Grey Matter fitting squarely within Leon's concept of spirit contemporary. 
Um, and I think that this is uh, so important in terms of the work of Return to Reason, particularly in the context of the assault upon uh, Christianity and, and Christian values that we're seeing legislatively through this federal government. Most recently, uh, we've, we've had changes to the criminal code uh, impacting uh, hate speech and things like conversion therapy. Uh, and more recently, we've had this censorship through Bills C-11 and C-18 that are impacting uh, or trying, attempting to impact our ability to reach our audience. So I really, I really think that the work that we're doing right now with Return to Reason is so vital. And I think if Leon were here, he would really agree and I, I hope and I pray that he would be very proud of the work that all of us are doing together to carry on the great legacy of Return to Reason at Miracle Channel. How can people get involved? Any yeah, I think, yeah, I think just, I, I keep coming back to the individual because it's, it, that's really all it is. We're, our country is a 30 plus million individuals who yeah. collectively- 40 million. Well, I know, that's right, here we're 40. We're growing at the fastest rate we've ever- Which is wild. Grown, I believe. Record I immigration, that. that's historic. Right. Okay. Which, is, which is wild. And so it's the individuals who come together. What does Michael Jackson say? You look at the man in the mirror. <laughs> Good song. But the thing is, it starts there. It starts with the individual yeah. taking complete ownership, can take, taking, uh, understanding their values. That's one thing I find is if you don't know why you feel the way you feel, you should find out why. Mm. Uh, have you ever felt something going, why is that bugging me? Yeah. I'll sometimes just explore and go, what is it that bugs mm -hmm. me about that? Follow that, figure it out, figure out where your values Very came good. from, because it came from your mom and your dad most likely, or whoever mm -hmm. raised you, yeah. is where a lot of your values came from, which is usually how you vote, which is usually how you raise your kids, and depends mm -hmm. on how you pick your school, but that's what it comes down to. Know why you believe what you believe. Almost every person I found that I had a very healthy discussion with in COVID, um, didn't have a clue why they were doing what they were doing. Interesting. Even when COVID was done, I often would ask one of the questions when the masks were still being worn in a lot of places, even though they weren't mandated anywhere, I, I decided to take it on my own just to just ask a question. I wasn't telling them. I said, hey, why is it you're still wearing that mask? That's all I would say. And they would go, um, well, because it's, it's keeping me safe. And then I'd say to them, well, did you know that after 20 odd minutes, hospitals teach you that they become dangerous because your own breath bacteria is now going into your wow. lungs? And they go, what? And almost nine out of 10 times, they literally in that moment took it off. And, and, and it's not even about the wow. mask issue. I don't care about it. What it showed me was that they had never put any thought into why they're doing something mm -hmm. daily that's yeah. literally on their face, covering their mouth and affecting them. And um, that's what I think we can do. Yeah, yeah. We can know why we believe what we believe and we can play a part and we can comment and talk and share and like and just get involved. I think yeah, that's wow. the biggest way we can do it. Very good. I think just to add, and, uh, to, add to the I guess how people can get involved is uh, just to even talk to the audience a little bit yeah. is that you guys know us as we're on the channel of Miracle Channel and that really has been around for a while and that's grown now into where we've got multiple multiple different brands you've got Corco going on we've got Return to Reason we're building out these different platforms to reach people ultimately with with to lead people to Jesus ultimately yeah. um, and there's a lot of different strategies but one thing I want to say is that if you're watching or you're joining us today is that as we continue to walk this out and build out this return to reason platform it's vital for our country and you're just saying i want to get involved but i don't know how to get involved i would simply just say even email us the email will be on the screen call us and say i want to help how can i help yeah. and we will be able to get in connection with you and find ways to connect with people obviously being able to to donate towards what we do we do operate on donations we're so thankful for people who give that's a big part mm -hmm. of where we're going because yeah. we're not in this to profit we're in this to 
make our country great and, and get that back. So anyways, that's an, a couple of things I would do. Support our shows, go on social media, tell your friends about it. Social media is huge and that's gonna be probably the best way yeah. to continue to help us grow is by sharing, following us, liking the videos through YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or whatever avenues you may be on. Those are just several of the ways. I, I'm, I might be forgetting. I'd even say like if you're, if there's a local issue you're dealing with in your in your area, I guess I can talk to cameras or, or whatever. Yeah. I hope that people feel like, hey, send it to us. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe we can yeah. do a story. Maybe we can talk about yeah. it on the frontier. Like, who knows? But like, that's a doorway that they can do something. Absolutely. With. And, and subscribe to the newsletter. Yeah. I think that's just a, a yeah. great yeah. information source. We're going to do that. I, there's a bright future for Canada. Lights I, like, fire. I really feel that way deep in my heart. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I, every time I do get into these discussions, I leave feeling happier, brighter, right within a vision. Well, you know, Jeremy, I'm asked that question all the time. So, David, what do you think is going to be the future of our country? Because there's a lot of people that are very understandably concerned about yeah. our country. Yeah. And they're very proud of our country. Yeah. And I always say the answer is simple. What do you say? Yeah. You're great. going to determine the future of our country as a citizen. Yeah. That's the answer. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good way to end, to be honest. Yeah. That's, that's a great word. Is Thank you so much for joining us, you guys. As, as David was just saying, what do you say? You've got to say in the future of our country. Be watching for all the updates and where we're going. Thank you so much for your support. We're excited to continue to build this. We believe the best is yet to come. We'll see you guys later. You are an essential part of Return to Reason success. Visit returntoreason.tv right now to find out more and to sign up to become an insider. The Return to Reason lineup of programs dares to courageously tackle subjects with facts and context. We champion debate. We celebrate your individual right to hold your opinion, to make your own choices and to change your mind. Return to Reason, the best is yet to come.